genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 157, which starts with Gladriel finishing her line from yesterday, love is now mingled with grief, and ends with a shot of Frodo's face while listening to Galadriel speak. He starts to look uh, curious, I think is, a, is the word, or... Uh, engaged on a level differently from everybody else well then she's about to start whispering in his head right right? but like the way this minute ends like he he like perks up yeah like he starts really paying attention well i mean because she's just like she switches gears and she's like you guys should all rest you know it'll be fine don't let your heart be troubled you're you're full of sorrow and much toil yeah uh, Celeborn is kind of taking the role of an admonishing parent. Like he's, he's, he's upset dad. And then Galadriel is like mom being like, why is okay, he, I don't think so. Well, like just when you also take into account, like the previous minute, he just seems grumpy. He's upset. And that's apparently the feel they were going for is that Celeborn is trying to be admonishing and Galadriel is the comforting mother figure. So Peter Jackson said they were going for. I don't, I don't, I'm not getting admonishment. I'm just getting, I have no personality. <laughs> like we talked about it yesterday. Yeah, he really doesn't do much. No. He's just kind of like grumpy and sad. I don't even get grumpy. I just get like. I don't know. I get grumpy. I know you do. <laughs> Sorry. Side eyes. <laughs> I really. I like, we didn't really talk about, like, the last line of yesterday's minute because it kind of bleeds into today's. Um, in all lands, love is now mingled with grief. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That sucks. I mean, right. accurate, but that sucks. It really does. And, like, the idea that that phrase is supposed to, like, make Gimli feel better about the peril in Casa Doom is in and of itself kind of like, don't worry that you have it bad. Everyone has it bad. Which is like the opposite of what you should be telling somebody who's sad. Right. Like, don't be sad. There are children starving. Like, right. that's supposed to make me feel better? Some, some people have it worse than you. It's fine. Right. Yeah. No. Don't ever say that to somebody. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, my gosh. But I like I like that idea that, like... There is love in the world, but because of the evil, now all there is is, like, grief, too. And, like, when you, I mean, when you lose somebody you love, there is a lot of grief. Yeah. And then she, when she says the word grief, she gives Boromir a very pointed look. Yeah. She's like, as she says the word, she turns her head and looks him directly in the eyes. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he breaks down crying. She looks very um, curious, I think, when she's looking at him. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like an innocent curiousness. No, it's, it's very like sly a, and predatory. It's uh, like a I don't know. It's like a cat being curious. Cat, 
No, cats are pure. <laughs> no. Yes. It's like when a cat's like, is that a small animal? <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's predatory, though. I think it is. It's really judgmental. It, no, judgmental is the word. It's like she's not going to like pounce on him like mentally. I mean, maybe she is. I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. Happening. His reaction kind of makes me think she did. And I, I don't know. She's very curious, but also in like a very like judgmental, like, I, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> right. I know what you did to all those orcs in the mountains. Oh, God. She doesn't care about orcs. Um, I think it's interesting that he reacts the way he does. He, he like, just breaks down. He starts crying. And it really makes me wonder exactly what she's saying into his mind. Well, because he, obviously she's talking to him. He... he his reaction is one of like fear and also pain, I think. Yeah. Um not really sadness. Like he I think he's embarrassed. Shamed. Yeah, yeah. It's like shameful and fearful and I really wonder if she kind of I mean, next week we talk about it more when she warns Frodo about, you know, the, the breaking of the fellowship and stuff. Yeah. But I think she, it's weird that she chooses to like single him out, you know? Yeah. Especially because she can like read people's minds whenever she damn well pleases, right. apparently. I mean, she does a little bit of singling out uh, other people too. But like the thing with Boromir is just really pointed. Yeah. And like Boromir is the only one to react that way. Yeah. So it's weird that she is like comforting people, but also like. I'm comforting everyone but you. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I would say Gladriel is more admonishing and Celeborn is. Celeborn's just there. I know. Celeborn's just hanging out, being oh, this blonde is a... or. <laughs> I gotta be, I gotta be social. We have guests. Okay. The way that he speaks, um, we talked about it last week with the the sound dubbing and yeah. then like speeding it up and slowing it down and stuff. I can really tell that with him, like because I feel like his dialogue, while very lyrical, is also kind of wooden. Well, the way he says his lines in this minute in particular almost sound like the the way that the the editing has kind of messed with his voice. He almost sounds disgusted. No, I I, get, I think he just sounds. I think he sounds like he's vaguely grossed out. I get none of that. I get nothing from him, hmm. and I never have. Maybe Galadriel doesn't either. Oh, oh my god! We know nothing about their marriage. <laughs> we can't comment on them. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You just set that up for me. That's all. Uh, thanks for knocking it down. I guess. Um. I like, like, I don't know. I don't know if admonishment, because the line without Gandalf, hope, hope is lost, is not admonishing. It's just like, yeah, de it's just depressed. Right. It's very I mean, cynical. Yeah. But the, and I think like when you fatalist. couple it with the, um, the line from last week that they gave to, to Caliborn that isn't his in the book, 
He's like, you know, he needlessly went into Moria. And the way that like that line is supposed to be taken, I guess, you can kind of see it's just like, why did you guys let this happen? But Celeborn doesn't say that in the movie. He says it in the book. Oh, yeah, he does say it in the book. Yeah. Legolas they gave it to is Legolas. the one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's I don't know. I, I think we're supposed to get like a, how is it that you let this happen vibe from Celeborn. I get none of that. I absolutely get none of it. Like, he's, he just, it, I don't know. I. He's just here. I don't know. Like, if they had kept that line that they gave to Legolas, like, you need, like, he needlessly went into the net of Moria, then I would get, like, the good cop, bad cop kind of thing. Good elf, bad elf thing. <laughs> good elf, bad elf. But, like, all he's, yeah, oh my god, he's, he's like, out Legolasing Legolas. Like, all he does is just, like, say, like, things. Stuff. Yeah. I am here to describe. Yeah. That is all. Out Legolasing Legolas. Legolasing? Is that like Captain Obviousing? Yes. It's like Captain Obviousing, yeah. But it, I don't even know if it's that. He's just like, I got some lines. I do the work. <laughs> Collect my paycheck. And go home. Go home. I get to stand here next to Kate Blanchett. But it's not even like he's phoning it in. I just, I don't get anything from him. I don't know. Like He, he took the aloof elven thing too far. I feel like... I personally, like, even with, like, elves that, like, we talked with Haldir, like, I, Haldir has so much personality, even though he said, like, five lines. Well, yeah, because Haldir's sarcastic. And Celeborn has been here, like, for, what, like, three or four, three minutes already, and I, I, whatever, (laughs) shrug, I... Don't care about Celeborn. I do care about Celeborn, though, because I I want more of him because he's not giving me anything. I'm really curious about this character, even though he's just like a cardboard cutout with a cool voice. A cool cardboard cutout of Celeborn? No. No? (laughs) Because, like, yesterday, like, I am interested in these characters because of, like, the lore surrounding them. Also, they're, like, old as balls, so, like, they've probably seen some crazy stuff. But this, and nothing, and, like, I don't even know if it's necessarily the actor. I I just think that he wasn't given enough to work with. And I think maybe the aloof, yeah, like you were saying earlier, like, the aloof thing was taken a little too far. Because, like, it's not even, like, interesting aloof, like Mr. Darcy aloof. Like, it's it's not even, like, it's not even like that. It's just, like, hello, friends, I am here. I'm going to say my lines, and then you're never going to see me again. And if we weren't doing this minute by minute, I, like, I've seen this movie so many times, I could care less about Caliborn until this week, because now I need to know more about him. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I don't know. I, I'm not getting the admonishment thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it was done super well. Mm. I do think that there is an amount of, like, I hear a little bit of, like, disgust in the delivery of these lines this week. Like, what now becomes of this fellowship? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not getting it. Maybe it's too, like, esoteric <laughs> too esoteric 
for little old me. Um, <laughs> man, no, Kellaborn's just like a party pooper. What now becomes of this fellowship? Without Gandalf, hope is lost. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. You just made Aragorn feel real good. Oh, yeah. And then he's just like... He's just Aragorn's just looking down. He's like, sorry. It's interesting, like, this this conversation, because this whole conversation is, like, weird close-ups and, like, people, like, looking away and, like, sadness. Yeah. And that doesn't sound interesting, but... I think it really speaks to the like the actors. Yeah. I mean, Kelleborn's kind of like the question mark, but like it really speaks to like the ensemble that they are able to make this interesting. Yeah, and I mean, this is a this is an extended version of this scene. Right. This was trimmed up quite a lot for the theatrical, which Peter Jackson in the in the commentary mentions that in his opinion. Uh, unlike some of the extended versions of scenes, which just add more for context later, mm. he feels like this cut of this scene is actually the superior version of this scene, as opposed to the theatrical, and this one's about two minutes longer. Mm. He would say that. He's the director. Well, I mean, <laughs> some of the commentary tracks, when we get to extended scenes, he's like, this was cut for time, this was cut for this, right. this is back in because it gives context for something in the second movie. Right. And, like, we get to this one, and he's just like, this is the superior version of the scene. I just didn't have time for it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I kind of like it because it is it is slow, but it gives, it gives you time to process. And, like, you really do kind of get that secondhand grief from them. Yeah. Because everyone looks so destroyed. And they just look tired. Yeah. Like, Beyond he's got all the dirt on his face. Yeah. There's like orc blood, whatever. I really like the line. Um, like Galadriel talks about how like the the quest uh you know, is like on the edge of a knife and if you like stray too far in one direction you'll stray but a little and it will fall. Um to the ruin of us all like to the ruin of all. Yeah. Like holy crap, that that is more admonishing, yeah, to me. But she doesn't say it in an admonishing way. No, but the that line is like, well, might as well just give up now, I guess. Okay. <laughs> but there's hope. Yeah, I really like the line. Yet hope remains while company is true, and they focus on Sam. Yeah, good, kind-hearted, wonderful, loyal Sam Gamgee. <laughs> I also, like, it's a very, very quick thing, but when Boromir is crying and you get that, um, there's, like, that shot of the Fellowship from the side and Legolas is in the front. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, Legolas looks so uncomfortable. And This man is crying. Well, no, I, I, don't, do even, I, do? I don't even know if it's because he's crying, but it reads like that. Like, he might be getting mind probed, too. I don't know. Everyone's getting mind probed. <sighs> Galadriel has no sense of personal mind space. But Frodo isn't. Not right now. Not yet. Not yet. So she's just like making the rounds. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? I'm in your brain now. She probably didn't do anything. She probably didn't talk to Mary and Pippin in their heads because they don't matter to her. Oh. Sucks. But they're, they're I all. I mean, they wouldn't. They all, but they all matter. They're all in the fellowship. Yeah. 
But I mean, like, I don't know if she spoke in Gimli's head either, because she spoke directly to him. Yeah. But she spoke in Boromir's head, definitely. Yeah. I'm watching you. Uh, she punk. may she may have spoken in Aragorn's. Probably. Probably. You take care of my granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> I see you sinning in your brain. Oh my god. Ew. I would, no, again, I would hate to visit Galadriel. Because, I mean, A. How have you been? I already know. She's, like, fictional. But, like, you know, if she existed, I would hate to visit her because... I feel like I would need to practice, like, um, occlumency from right. Harry Potter. Yeah, man. Because you would just, like, go over to her place and, she'd, like, she'd be like, you were wrong. What? Two days ago, you had an argument. You were wrong. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> the worst. That sounds awful. No wonder Celeborn is just, like, a cardboard. <laughs> or just, like, you get anywhere near and she's just like, you were overreacting yesterday. Judgment. <laughs> just constant judgment. See, but I would like Galadriel as like my best friend because then we could judge people together. Right? Only silently because then she would just be like talking in my brain. See, that is best case Galadriel scenario. Right. But if I was just like casually like, hey, Galadriel, what's up? And she would just be like. She would also always know whether or not someone showered or is wearing <laughs> underwear. It's like. <laughs> Oh, you've worn that shirt three days in a row, huh? Nice. <laughs> she would just always know. <laughs> We're on walk of shame day three, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Maybe that's why. Can't hide anything from Galactica. No. Not even your hygiene. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing is safe. It's interesting how, like... um. You kind of have, like, like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about, like, the spectrum of, like, grief. You, you also have, like, the spectrum of, like, vulnerability a little bit here, too, with, you know, Galadriel's terrible mind manners. Like, yeah, right. Boromir, like, doesn't know what to do, so he's just like... <gasps> this is probably the very first time he's ever heard a voice in his head other than, you know, his own. I'm, I'm pretty sure it, it's a first for everyone except Aragorn. And Legolas? Has Legolas been here? No, but Legolas is an elf. And Galadriel's not the only elf who can do this. Okay. Like, this is a thing that powerful elves can do. Okay, but Galadriel is the only powerful elf. Like, his elf. dad can probably do this. If his dad was able to do this, then how were the dwarves able to escape from... Because Thranduil doesn't care. <laughs> Elrond can probably do this, almost certainly. No, I don't think so. Well, Elrond might not be able to because he's part human. I think the only elf in Middle-earth that at this moment that can do this is Galadriel. That's why she's the best. Yeah. Well, I mean, Celeborn implies in the scene that he can. Well, just before this, when he says, I can no longer see him from afar. Yeah. He's talking about Gandalf. Maybe he's got really good eyesight. Like, maybe his... <laughs> maybe he's got, like, 100-mile x-ray vision. Yeah. <laughs> no, I well, think like, he's telepathic, too. Legolas... Well, I think he's... He maybe is able to sense presences, but I don't think he can, like, have nine different conversations at the same time with, like, different people. Right. Well, like, and what I mean is, like, by do this isn't, like, do what Galadriel is doing right here. But I mean, like, act, like, speak to someone telepathically. I don't, I think Celeborn can only sense 
sense. Because uh, like arguably we see Arwen do that in this trilogy. Do we? There's like the weird dream sequence thing. Oh, in Two Towers? Yeah. Yeah, but it's a... Okay. Well, we're not there yet. And Elrond can communicate with Frodo when he's healing. <laughs> I thought that's just because Frodo is having a fever dream. <laughs> just... Oh, you know. Because <laughs> that's what that implies. Because whenever I see, like, a face swimming <laughs> on the screen, I just assume that it's the person looking up at them and not being able to focus with their brain or their yeah. eyes. I mean, and you you could arguably interpret um, how Frodo sees Arwen when she first appears as being a projection from Arwen, not a fever dream from Frodo. Well, no, because, like, Galadriel does the same thing, and we talked about, like, the glowy elf magic. So, like, all elves are magical, but I don't think their magic manifests in the same way, and I think Galadriel is the most powerful elf. Oh, no, she is she is unquestionably the most powerful elf. So I think that Galadriel is the only person who can have ten different conversations. <laughs> yes. And be able to talk, like, to speak. Yeah. I'm 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 definitely not arguing that point. I just think that like other powerful elves can be te are telepathic. They can speak to other people telepathically. I just don't think that they can juggle ten conversations. Right. No, but what I'm like I think Thranduil and Legolas can have silent conversations. I don't think so. That would be awful, and I understand why Legolas left home. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every quiet moment Legolas has where he thinks he's fine and his dad is just not doing okay is just like. You remember what happened to your mother? <laughs> it's like, Dad, stop it. <laughs> no, I don't I don't I don't think that's that's accurate. And like I maybe they can't even like mind probe the way that Galadriel can. But I think that elves can have telepathic conversations. I think that's something that all like reasonably power el powerful elves are capable of. I think because that's part of what makes them like such incredible an incredible force is that no verbal communication is necessary among powerful elves. I think that that is not true, but we should research it and talk about it when we talk about elves again. Yeah, you know. So if you like what you hear from us, you can check out a couple of other podcasts on DuelingGenre.com in The Doctor's Companion which is back and geek by night the audio drama about a bunch of nerds who own a comic book store and have superpowers mm -hmm. as always a special thanks to our patreon associate producers leaper 182 and ed foster hope everyone has a great tuesday and we'll talk to you all tomorrow bye, bye.